Hey everybody, this is the Teddy Murphy Project here. I'm Teddy Murphy, your host. But you guys know that, hey, if you want to do a podcast, you want to refresh your views and everything, whatever you do, hey, use Anchor. Anchor is uh, one of the best uh, products you can use for your uh, podcast. And it also gives you sponsorships also to the where you get paid for every listen across any episode. So, don't forget, man, if you want to use a podcast, go to Anchor, man. Just go to anchor.com, sign up, get your podcast started. I'm Petty Murphy, and I this Alright, turn the camera on. How we doing? He's still alive? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, let's get ready to rumble! What's welcome? Penny Murphy to the stage, everybody. What's going on, Shawnee? What's up? What's, up? What's going on, Harleys? Yay, yay. What's going on, America? Woo! Hi. I'm blessed to be here tonight to perform in front of all of you during this pandemic. This pandemic is a lot of things that has happened that's been caused by this. But I'm glad that we're here tonight because there's 250,000 people in this country right now that have died from this. And tonight, I'm gonna be funny. I'm gonna tell my shit. But I want y'all to listen from my perspective because 2020 has shown that America fucked us all. White, black, Latino, gay, straight, Kardashian, you name it! <laughs> so we just got over the election two weeks ago, right? Everybody were able to vote? Except the three guys sitting here at the bar, they look like felons. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because you're Latino. I'm black, so I look like a felon. I got a fucking do-rag on my damn head. But that election, that election showed us pretty much how divided we have been since January 1st of this year. A lot of shit happened. Kobe died. Black Panther died.
America's values died. A lot of black people, a lot of white people, a lot of Latinos, a lot of Asians, a lot of you know, LBGTQs, a lot of people died. So we couldn't celebrate the moments like the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl after 50 years. So if you're a Chiefs fan, you need to know, clap that up. Yeah. Clap that up. For real though, clap that up. I, my whole life. I, 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 dude, I'm 37 years old, and I've seen Royals win two World Series, KU win two national championships, but to see the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, that's my favorite moment of 2020. And that's real. And I, and I think that was everybody's favorite moment, so clap it up. That was your favorite moment of 2020. Clap that shit up. Because... We didn't know about this disease in the other part of the world. We did not know. But our dumbass president did. The orange. Tangerine Timmy. The loser. Donald Trump knew for six weeks prior about this disease. Showed the racism when he called it the Kung Fu Flu. Like, what the fuck did Jackie Chan do to you, man? What the fuck did Bruce Lee do to you? Nothing. Do you know all them damn products that you are paying for with your name on it? Your bears? A teddy bear? Yes, the motherfucker has a teddy bear. Obama didn't get a fucking teddy bear, but how the fuck did this motherfucker get a teddy bear? Marketing the wrong way. The bear is called Trumpy Bear. If you ever stay up late at night, high as fuck, and you see that commercial on, you might, man, don't, I don't condone it, but you might want to kill yourself at this point. Say fuck COVID 19. This motherfucker got a teddy bear. Obama didn't get a teddy bear. Bill Clinton technically got a teddy bear. Monica. We all know about Monica. But damn, this motherfucker got a teddy bear? What the fuck? It's like, this motherfucker is a marketing genius. And as we have seen the last four years, businessmen don't make good politicians. It's true. Dick Cheney. Former vice president. Own Halliburton. Halliburton owns the world's largest gas oil. That's the world's largest oil company. What the fuck did we go over to Iraq for? We didn't go over there for no weapons of mass destruction. We went over there for the oil. Oh, that oil. What the fuck we went over there for? Now, we're going to talk, no, talk about Obama whatsoever, but Obama did something that Bush and Clinton could not do, and the nigga killed Osama bin Laden. And when they asked him when he got elected, what are you going to do about Osama bin Laden? White people are like, oh, he's going to catch him alive. 
But niggas knew the code when he said, I'm gonna catch him dead or alive. He gonna kill this motherfucker. And he did it. But what the fuck has Trump done for us? Nothing. And don't talk about them $1,200 stimulus checks. Everybody knows when a nigga get a check, it's gone immediately. Two ways. Buying dumb shit, child support. These are all facts. He hasn't done nothing but make this country hate again. That should have been his campaign slogan. You have to read through that shit. Make America great again. How the fuck can you make a country that's never been great? Period. Everybody knows. I see the Latino people in here. My Latinos. This is your fucking country. Native Americans. This is your fucking country. Niggas. We got kidnapped. <laughs> we got fucking kidnapped. And brought over here. But white people. The establishment, the privileged, they think that, oh no, they created this country, it's their country. It's not your fucking country, alright? Columbus didn't find shit. So to me, to you, I want to say Christopher Columbus is like Jesse Smollett to niggas. They're both liars. Now I'm going to give you a history lesson. The pilgrims did not know that they were oppressed. Why? Because they wanted to wipe it from the history books. They were not oppressed by just England. They've been oppressed by Egyptian gods. Look it up. National Geographic ain't shit. Knew your history. That's why we got the cell phones, the internet. Read up on some shit. And I told this white guy, he came up to me one day. Now, normally when white people come up to me, it's usually the cops. Or bosses. Get ready to fire my ass. Or white girls. I don't know. <laughs> but this white guy came up to me and he said, I'm ashamed to be white. Have you ever heard a white person say they're ashamed of being white? Ever? Never in the history of niggerdom have I ever heard a white person say they're ashamed to be white. Unless it's Lil' Kim. Or Sammy Sosa. Or Kanye West. We didn't talk about Kanye in a little bit. I got a campaign slogan for your ass. But when he said this, that to me, he also said, I don't know what it's like to be black. I can ride around in my Mercedes in a nice neighborhood, windows down, Van Halen playing. I, I used to random white name, so. That's Eddie Van Halen. Oh shit, that is fucked up. Never mind. <laughs> we won't use that. We'll see Mariah Carey, okay? Wait a second, she's half black, so. Who the fuck here? Britney Spears! Fuck, you say Britney Spears, shit. Hit me, baby, one more time. 
that I can do that. But you, you can't do that. You can drive the same car, listen to your Run DMC or your, you know, what the kids like to listen to, um, Lil Uzi Vert, or Future, Drake. Yeah, let's go with Drake. All right, we're going to go with Drake. And you can get pulled over in my neighborhood. He said, I'm ashamed to be white. I'm like, one, damn. Two, thank you. I thank this white guy for being ashamed of being white. And I told him also, don't be ashamed of being white. Be ashamed of what the culture has taught this world. Hate. And we gotta get rid of that shit if we're gonna get rid of COVID and everything else. We gotta get rid of the hate. Hate is not taught. No, I mean, you're not born to hate, you're not born racist. It's taught. White people hate white people. Black people hate black people. Niggas hate niggas of all colors and races. Latinos hate Latinos. Asians hate Asians. Gays hate gays. And sometimes a Kardashian hates a Kardashian. It happens. But we're taught to hate. And I think this year should have taught us something when everything was shut down. I don't know about these guys here, this establishment right here, but I'm glad to be here because establishments like this have gone under. Business has been bad for everybody except billionaires. Jeff Bezos lost a half a billion dollars to his wife, half his fucking empire in a divorce. And the motherfucker made it back in five minutes. And still kicking ass. Antonio Brown blew $40 million in two weeks. Easily. All three of his jerseys were on the clearance rack. <laughs> Motherfucker went from the number one wide receiver in the NFL to the NFL's R. Kelly. That quick. <laughs> and all what he did was a city sin sin, but every black man and every Latino in here has ever done a calling a boss a cracker. Raise your hand if you have. Pretty much all of you guys are fucking guilty. Especially the three guys sitting at the bar. Sitting there drinking the beer. You bought the feature a drink, but why didn't you buy the damn headliner a drink? If it wasn't for the headliner, the feature wouldn't be here. Y'all some selfish motherfuckers. But don't, for real though, I have to get a drink, man. On your tab. Hennessy and pineapple. Yeah. Call that shit drink juice. Don't know nothing about drink juice. No, that's Crypto Tech Nine is uh, KC Sweet Tea. Drink juice is by my boy Flick Drink. Shout out to Flick Drink if you watch or listen. But it taught us that all of this is bullshit. Why did it have to take four cops and one to put the neck on George Floyd for eight minutes and 46 seconds for us to understand that black lives matter? 
But here's the thing about that, I'm gonna talk about that. Amongst all of us, Black Lives Matter, right? Clap it up. In two ways, black lives don't matter. That goes to the privilege. You know, the Trump supporters that be running around with their motherfucking caravan and shit. The rich motherfuckers who are upset that Trump is now out of office and now they have to pay taxes. I pay my fucking taxes too, bitch. Yeah, I'm not going to be like names. And then you got niggas killing other niggas. Black lives can't matter until niggas stop killing one another. All lives can't matter until we stop hating and killing one another also. That means Latinos need to stop hating on one another. Whites need to stop hating on one another. Blacks, especially niggas, need to stop hating on one another. We all need to stop hating on one another. Because there's one thing that matters. To them, the white privilege. Green matters. And when I mean green, I ain't talking about that sticky, sticky, sticky that we were smoking on on the way here, Ben. That was some good motherfucking shit. Who? Thank who? Thank your cousin. Thank the cousin. Is, the weed dealer is in the building. The weed supply is in the building. I ain't gonna name his name because unlike everybody else that's on the first 48, I believe in no snitching. But I'm gonna take your phone number though. Give me a free sample. You got a free show, you gotta get a free sample. There we go. We here. Green matters. The money matters. They have made a lot of fucking money off this shit. Media, billionaires, millionaires, hundred thousandaires, people with no jobs. They've made a lot of money off this shit. And yet we're sitting here waiting for a stimulus check. I'm trying to tell you motherfuckers, Joe Biden, Miss Kamala Harris, we don't want a stimulus check. We want reparations. It's reparations or repercussions 2021. Because the orange motherfucker ain't giving a shit because we kicked his ass out of the White House. He mad. He big mad. He, did y'all know when Georgia announced that Joe Biden took the lead? He was about as more as, he was very, very upset they lost the lead in Georgia. Now he knows what it's like to be an Atlanta Falcons fan. <laughs> or recently, an Atlanta Braves fan. They blew a 3-1 lead in the National League Championship Series. That's how the fucking Dodgers won. Telling y'all, it ain't good to be in Atlanta. Right now. It ain't. We lost King Vaughn. Over a week ago, down in Atlanta. A few days later, we lost mode three down in Dallas. Boosie got shot on Saturday. In the leg. 
This goes into the nigga section of this Black Lives Matter. Niggas need to stop being fucking jealous of another nigga's success. And that's for everybody. Stop hating on one success. Instead of hating on a success, ask them how they need to become successful so you can apply that shit. And this is real. There's too much going on in the rap game where rappers are often motherfuckers like it's the fucking godfather. Like it's Jenny telling everybody after the heist and Goodfellas, kill them all. They're dropping like flies. And it's just not in the rap game. That's in our inner cities and our communities. Seriously, yo. We're dealing with enough with a pandemic. I'm tired of seeing this shit. I'm tired of seeing the shit in the middle. How the hell niggas can sit here and scream Black Lives Matter and protest with everybody else trying to know, create change for everybody in this country so we can all be equal and live happily amongst one another if they go out there and killing another brother. How, what, does that make any fucking sense? Let's ask backwards. Brothers, we are a fucking target as it is. You can catch COVID-19 faster you can catch a bullet. 2020, when everything was on lockdown, did we hear anything about drive-bys in Kansas City? Did we? We didn't hear anything really much about drive-bys in Kansas City until the fucking country started opening up. Right around Easter. <coughs> and yet nobody gets the message that they will stop killing us when we stop killing us. And that's real. It's just not in the black community, the Latino community, Asian community, white community. They don't give a fuck about us. And it ain't just a fucking song by Michael Jackson. This is some real ass shit. These motherfuckers here with all the goddamn money don't give a fuck about us. If you in the fucking complex that I put you in, you want a game banging, no flaunt and all that shit, the nigga section, your brother, that you kill, probably would have gave you your last, his last. Probably would have helped you out when you come to see and get yourself out of that situation. So you can help feed your family. And you can strive for greatness like this man has, or this woman has. We gotta stop killing one another. Unity is the key amongst all of us. And we've got to start being united, and we got to start being united right now. I think Election Day showed us that we have the power to create change in an election. So let's create power and change in how we live. Real talk. Yeah. Now we're getting some funny shit. Fuck the Cheeto. Fuck the Cheeto. Yes. This motherfucker is sitting in the White House, doesn't want to concede that he lost. He got cheated. He got, they cheated. Oh, they cheated. They cheated. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I actually know what the fuck he said. Hold on. Oh shit, here comes the internet. I don't think this was a fair election. I think I won Georgia. I think I won Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. 
Alvin, Simon, Theodore. <laughs> the election was rigged, and I'm going to contest this. I even take this up to the Supreme Court. That's not pretty much what Bubba Whitebury said, but that sound like the motherfucker didn't want to know except that he lost. Sip. It's just like losing your woman after she leaves. And then you then as soon as she leaves, that Jodeci, it's been an hour since you've been gone. It's been so long, so come back home. I thought he was getting ready to bust out into that shit. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm done listening to Roni by Bobby Brown because of coronavirus and Contagious by the Icy Brothers, so sick by Neo, you make me sick by fucking Pink, and anything that has a song to do with sickness, am I gonna have to throw away this motherfucking classic? Because Donald Trump sang it? No, not doing that shit. The motherfucker lost. I sit at Panera Bread every morning before I go to work, and I drink my coffee, and I sit, see, old, wrinkly white people sit there and talk about, oh, well, Biden's not my president. Um, Trump should be reelected. He's gonna he's gonna win this election. Like, I really want to say no. I respect my elders, but I really want to say, look here, Otis, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Your boy lost. He was gonna take away something that you're depending on. Fuck your senior discount. He was gonna take away your social security. <laughs> Pay attention. How the fuck are you going to be able to buy your damn Skechers? Or your Sex Offender 7s, Nike Air Monarchs? Y'all know where to go pick those motherfuckers up at. How? Think about it, yo. This is why businessmen don't make good politicians. It's why Jay-Z cannot never ever run for president. All right, you can't. Neither can Kanye. Oh. Could y'all fucking believe that 600,000 dumbasses voted for Kanye in the election? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Kanye is, look, we already have a bipolar orange in the fucking White House. We don't need a bipolar nigga running the free world, all right? <laughs> and we don't need a hoe to become the first lady. <laughs> We've already had two with Marilyn Monroe and Monica Lewinsky. And I and I hate to say this, Kanye was wrong in Gold Digger. Don't turn a hoe into a housewife, he became the first nigga to do so. That Kardashian pussy is fucking lethal. Remember Black Lives Matter? The Kardashians have ruined more black people's lives than Hurricane Katrina. Lamar Odom. Done. NBA champion. Playing with Kobe at the Staples Center. Making millions and millions of dollars. Meets Khloe Kardashian. They have a reality show. Turtle. They break up. She dates James Harden. This motherfucker goes to the Bunny Ranch. Gets two of the baddest bitches in the Bunny Ranch. And yes, I've watched Cat House. All of us have watched Cat House. 
Every fucking episode, you turn that motherfucking TV down, get that Jergens out there, you ready to go. And don't lie, women, somebody here, women too, you have watched that good show too. Don't lie. And you be in denial. I'm looking at you in the left, I think you're in denial. You probably play with your kitty cat once in a while with your man at home. Don't lie. She ain't, see? She's like, yep. She said, yep. But Lamar Odom has an overdose. Rushed to the hospital. Khloe Kardashian leaves James Harden in Houston while he's getting ready for a game to be by his bedside. So you mean to fucking tell me that you can go to a bunny ranch, do all kinds of fucking drugs, have a heart attack, nearly die, and get your bitch back? Make American great again. Lamar Odom's a fucking genius! But he didn't last long. So Lamar thought the Kardashians turned Lamar to a crackhead. Chris Humphreys. Here today, gone tomorrow. Motherfucker got $43 million and it hasn't been seen since. Last time we saw him, he was playing for the Dallas Mavericks. He's the mascot now. Nobody knows where the fuck to find him. Tiger! I forgot about that one. We ain't gonna talk about that shit. <laughs> Ray J! Mister, if I had one wish. We ain't gonna talk about him neither. Actually, yes the fuck we are because I'm tired of motherfuckers saying that Ray J made these hoes famous. Ray J didn't make the Kardashians famous. OJ made the Kardashians famous. If y'all remember, the lawyer Robert Kardashian and OJ Simpson were best friends. Robert Kardashian was married to Kris Jenner. So Khloe Kardashian is not a Kardashian. Look at the notes. That's OJ's kid. <laughs> Look at the fucking hoax. She don't got an ass like Kim and Courtney. She got an ass like Kendra and Katisha. She got a fat ass. <clears throat> you gotta look at the nose. And OJ Simpson, oh my God, this motherfucker. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I have to say and watch the fucking trial from sixth grade all the way until halfway in my seventh grade year. I couldn't go outside. When I got home from school, OJ was on television. That motherfucker was on TV 24-7. So he did something before 9-11, shut down daytime television. That's why your mom and dad and your grandma and your grandpa, your auntie, your, your, your nosy-ass aunties, can't watch all my children one life to live. They still watch The Young and the Restless, so if you know you're my age, if you're born in the 80s, you grow up watching in the heat of the night, Young and the Restless, All My Children, What I Like to Live, maybe you catch that through the new, new news, you uh, don't like All My Children, you watch Bold and the Beautiful, then you watch General Hospital, and then it's cartoons.
Remember that? Remember those times? That, that's the sh that was the shit. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? Rewind the tape. Rewind the motherfucking tape. White people get upset when we talk about slavery. They tell us to get over slavery. I tell them, we'll get over slavery when you get over OJ killing two white people and getting away with it. And then wrote a fucking book. <laughs> Which convinced me the motherfucker did, because ain't no nigga in the history of niggadom is going to say, I'm going to write a book about not killing this bitch, but if I did, this is how it happened. <laughs> ain't no nigga going to give themselves, implicate them got themselves, unless they're on the first 48. This motherfucker wrote a book. Step by step on how if he would have killed his ex-wife and her lover. That was her fucking lover. That's the end. Nicole Brown Smith and Ronald Goldman was the first entanglement. It was not Jada and Will and August Asselina, okay? <laughs> know your history, kids. Know your fucking history. But OJ really convinced me when he went to prison for stealing his own shit. Which, still to this motherfucking day, I don't understand how the fuck can you go to prison for stealing your own shit? I know niggas that have gone to motherfuckers' dope houses to steal their dope back with motherfucking guns. I have gone to people's houses and stole shit that they stole from me. And everybody else this motherfucker has too. Don't lie. God's watching. And I was like, this motherfucker did it. He, he fucking did it. He got away with it. He got the fuck away from it. So, little do people know, O.J. Simpson's favorite song is Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. You've been hit by... You've been struck by a smooth criminal. Thank you, Vin. Thank you. Thank you. Give it up for Vin Gonzalez, everybody. Vin Gonzalez for his first time performed up here. When I found out about this show, and he was telling me prior to that that he wanted to do comedy, I said, all right, I'm going to give you this opportunity. Now, I could have reached out to a lot of comics in my network. I've been doing this shit for 11 years. But I've seen something in this kid that I see in everybody in here, and I see everybody that's watching on Facebook Live and listening on the Petty Murphy Project, which I am recording right now. So you guys are being a part of history. Not only are you guys watching this live here at Harley's Hideaway Bar, so give it up for Harley's. Give it up for your excellent DJ over here wearing an Amazon shirt, because after he gets done, he's gotta go, go, he's gotta go get ready to get into the warehouse and put those packages in. Hey, Uncle Jeff pays them bills. <laughs> there it is. But this young man had heart. And he showed y'all tonight that he has heart. I'm showing y'all tonight for 11 years that I have had heart to do this. This business is the hardest shit I've ever done. But I never knew how fucking hard it was this year during a pandemic. And being a businessman, I sympathize with those who are lost their business, losing their business, or needing the business, can't get a loan, to keep their business, can't get a loan, to basically take care of their necessities, like their home, their family, buying the necessities like this food and everything else. 
Because we didn't plan for this to happen. But we have to understand there's a reason behind God's work and there's a willing and a reason why he always heals us. This is only fucking temporary. They want us to wear a mask, fuck it, wear the mask. They want us to social distance, fine. Social distance. Been doing this shit since I was 18 because I've been running from the cops. <laughs> I stay away from danger. When this first hit, I became depressed. Literally depressed. Because I was supposed to go to New York City in March for the first time and do two shows. When that got taken away, I didn't know what I was going to do to entertain the people. People like you. Like I'm doing tonight. So I came up with a podcast. Right now we're in season two. This is episode 34. Hey, I've done two seasons. I started the season in April. I stopped in July. Came back in September. And right now, this, this show, this recording on the Petty Murphy Project, is now being listened to one, at least one listener on each part of this world. Listen. That includes penguins in Antarctica. They fuck with the Petty Murphy Project. <coughs> this podcast is now on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public. And that's all in eight months of work. I kept myself busy. Currently, right now, production is halt on my movie. But to go out and do all of this during the pandemic is fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. Because we have to persevere from all of this. We have gone through four years of hell. And for some of us, that four years of hell brought back haunting memories of how our people were treated before we were even on this earth, on this planet, in this country. It's fucking horrific that we're going through a pandemic that a quarter of a million people as of today have died from. In this country alone, 10 million people have been affected all over the world. Millions of people watched a man die for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. They heard the story of an EMT worker dreaming of becoming a nurse be shot in her home five times because the police mistaken her home for a drug house. We saw a young man running down a Georgia road get murdered by a shotgun by two racist men. Videotaped. We seen a man drunk at a Wendy's parking lot sleeping it off because he knew he was drunk. He came from home from a birthday party. We see him running in the Wendy's parking lot to get gunned down. And we've seen everybody 
come together to say eradicate racism, eradicate the hate, black lives matter, blue lives matter, all lives matter, but the number one thing that matters in this world, and I'm looking at every single one of you, of all races, all nationalities, religions, orientation, the human race matters. I matter, you matter. We can come together and eradicate this shit. We can come together to get rid of COVID-19. We can come together to get rid of racism. We can come together to get rid of corporate greed, government mishaps, government misfumbles, government, all fucking government, local, state, Washington, D.C. We can teach our children love has no color. Love everybody. Hate does have a color. It's bright red. The work of the devil. America. This shit's over. Because for the last four years, I hope you realize that we fucked up in 2016 by letting Donald Trump become president. Y'all know that I'm telling the truth. Together, we can make America great again. And the first thing that we fucking do to make America great again is simple. Mechba. Make Kanye black again. <laughs> I'm Petty Murphy and I approve this message. Thank you very much for coming out tonight. Thank you, Harley's Highway Bar here and Sean Me. Shout out to the DJ. Shout out to all of you coming out. Shout out to those watching on Facebook Live. If you didn't pay me my money to watch the live stream, I'm coming for your ass. Um, and thank you for listening here on the Petty Murphy Project. Drive safely. Good night. Hey, y'all, give it up one more time for Woo Petty Murphy. Yeah. Yeah.